Good morning. It's the Workers' Beat. I'm Gene Lanson. The beautiful redhead is here. Good morning, Bonnie Mathias is here. We like to start things off with things news, you can do. News you can use. Because we are interested in furthering the cause of working families. That's what the Workers' Beat is all about. Mm-hmm. October the 13th to 6.30 p.m. and also every Monday and Wednesday, there'll be a Zoom call to get instructions for labor's phone banking from home. Contact Jason Tomlinson, 214-826-4808. October the 13th, Social Security beneficiaries can expect an official announcement of 2023's COLA increase. You know what, I, I missed today's stuff. Today's stuff, they're, uh, they're marching, they're gonna, they're gonna go door to door from 1408 North Washington, starting at 9.30 this morning. Yep. And over at, in Tarrant County, they're starting at 10 o'clock from UAW 276 Hall in, sort of in Grand Prairie, and sort of in Arlington. <laughs> it's 2505 W.E. Roberts. That is kind of like right on the, the line, isn't it? Between yeah. Tarrant and uh, Dallas County. And in uh, Tarrant County, they're going to be marching. They're going to be going into uh, Congressional District 24, where Jan McDowell is the endorsed candidate. <laughs> September the, October the 17th, for auto workers members like me, the special union election ballots go out to all UAW members and retirees. And that is because the government is forcing them to elect their officers by mail. Everybody gets to vote. They didn't they didn't like the way they tried to conduct that election at that convention, I don't think. The old way of doing it always <laughs> resulted in the same winners. That's right. October the, it's magic, I tell you. <laughs> October the twentieth at eleven o'clock. The uh, Texas Alliance for Retired Americans is going to have a turnout picnic at Heads Park in Carrollton. Cool. And that's also in CD24. Awesome. October the 20th at 7.30, the Dallas AFL-CIO delegates a meeting at 1408 North Washington. It'll probably be a hybrid meeting, so some people will be doing it online. October the 22nd is Bonnie Mathias's birthday. Birthday party. October the 24th at 10 o'clock, vote early rally at downtown at 600 Commerce in downtown Dallas. That's something everybody can do. Yes. It's a good idea. And we have signs for you, too. You can come down and you don't even have to bring, you don't have to bring your own sign. Okay. What do you o- think about that? I think October the 28th is the deadline that the county uh, offices must receive vote-by-mail applications. Now, you can do your vote-by-mail application today yes, or any time between now and then, but they have to receive it by October 28th. Right. And November the 8th is the general election. Look out. In fact, the election's already going. There are a lot of people who have already voted. Uh, I've got friends in Buda, Texas, and in mm-hmm. Corpus Christi that have already voted. Right, and, and ballots in Dallas County will go out to yesterday and today. So, so in Dallas, retirees will start getting their ballots on Monday, probably. Mm-hmm. But just and, and they can vote then, but they don't. What they like to do, if you get your ballot early, is look at it for a while and think about it, and also call your friends and see what they think. Let's see what this person has to say. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Yes, I have a, a question about voter registration. Uh-huh. If, a, if a prospective voter is going to birthday is on the twenty second of October, can they go ahead and register for this election? Yes. If they be eighteen on election day, yeah. So they, they they just go ahead and register, and they will be eligible to vote as long as they're eighteen by election day. That's correct. That's correct. Okay. Let, let's let the experts speak on that. Bonnie, what's the deal? That's, that's it. You you have to be 18 by election day. So you can go okay. ahead and register. You can go ahead and that. register, yes, because the deadline is October the 11th to register, mm-hmm. but that person will be eligible on election day. So go right ahead and get that get that person registered. Get all your kids and grandkids uh, registered. Yes. Before October 11th. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right, right. Thank you. Yes, Thank sir. You. 
972-647-1893. The station absolutely loves it when you call. I want to alert you something bad about the Supreme Court. No. Because you haven't heard anything good about the Supreme Court mm-hmm. since Trump was president. No. Because they got, I think they put four people on the uh, Supreme Court. They're not people. They're they are now considering a case that would allow companies to sue the union for damages if they lost money during a strike. <laughs> so if a union went on strike and won, the company could sue them for damages if the Supreme Court rules in favor of the companies. And they are Jesus, considering it. Mary and Joseph. That's some bad, bad news. That's, from that's bad stuff, man. And, uh, you know, these conservative, they have, they have politicized this court so thoroughly that we cringe when they are coming out with a decision. And they are looking at some very, very bad things. Another thing that they are going to decide on is whether or not it is okay for a state to underrepresent its black people. Because <laughs> Alabama has 27% population as black voters. Mm-hmm. But they only got one district. Yeah. For congressional district. That's right. And uh, so they're trying to make a second district. Somebody sued, and the Supreme Court decided, oh, well, we'll, oh, well, we'll hear that. We'll hear sure, that. Sure, we'll hear that. If sure. they decide against the uh, African-American population of Alabama, look out for everybody, because that means the way they've, they've already ruled <clears throat> that redistricting for political purposes is it's okay. okay. That's right. That's right. Yeah. We so have a call. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Yeah. Well, uh, okay, you have to turn your radio off, sweetie. Yes. And talk right into the phone because we're not having, not hearing you very well. Uh, I should tell you that people got some of your Okay. Uh, I can't understand what you're saying, hon. I'm sorry. Get right up close to the phone. All right. I said, y'all are doing a beautiful job. Keep it up. I'm a retired union man. Stay on top of it. Okay. Thank you very much. We sure will try to stay on top of it. Yes, we're trying. They make it hard. Beautiful day. Thank you, Thank you. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You can also call us at 972 Six four seven one eight nine three. Yesterday was the birthday of Joe Hill. He was born October the seventh, eighteen seventy nine, in Sweden. He was executed in nineteen fifteen in Utah. Ooh. Some of his last words are forever etched in the hearts of those who care about working families. His last words: "Don't mourn, organize." That's what did Mother Jones say. I, I may have had a hundred buttons made up to say that. Don't mourn, organize. No, it wasn't Mother Jones. It was no, Joe, but Joe she, Hill. She said, uh, uh, she, she said, said a bunch of dirty yeah, words. She, she <laughs> said a lot of dirty words. She was, I really liked her a lot. She was yeah. hot. She was really something else. Her birthday is May the 1st. She's a pretty awesome woman. Yeah, well, so was Joe Hill. He wrote some great songs, and uh, he's most famous, I think, for the letters that he wrote while he was waiting to be executed by a firing squad Jeez. in Utah. There's a good book called The Man Who Never Died uh, because there's a song about Joe Hill that says, uh, Joe Hill ain't die, ain't never died. Aww. Yeah, it's a good song. I sing it every now and then. Yeah. Okay. 972-647-1893. Here's some good news. Oh, good. The unemployment rate went down yesterday down to 3.5%. It was already 3.8, so it's down some more. That was good. They had 263,000 new jobs in September, which is decent. It's not great, but it's decent. The jobless rate for adult men stayed the same at 3.3%. The the jobless rate for whites still at 3.1%, and for blacks still at 5.8%. 5.8%. Fully 2.7% more for African-American workers than it is for whites. And the funny thing is, for Asians, they have the lowest uh, unemployment rate of, of anything that they count 
at 2.5%. I don't know why that is. I think it's because they probably stay with their jobs more. They don't change jobs Possibly. as much. 972-647-1893. Some more good news. Come on, we have a caller. Amazon will hire 150,000 seasonal workers. Okay. So you can get a job at Amazon and help organize them. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Yeah, this is Eric. Can you hear Eric, the Jacobs, the boxer? Yeah, Eric, what's up? Hey, I think America is one of the best countries in the world. You know why? You know why I say that? Because they're not going to lie. A lot of people just see one street with that food in the mouth and that food in their mouth. It's in the chest. They're not going to eat. They make a stuff for themselves. Okay. I love, I love America. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank right, you. Then. All right. Thanks for calling, Eric. Bye-bye. I was looking for good. We have another one. Okay. Good morning. How are you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? So, good. My name is Mike. Uh, I just uh, heard an announcement about the employment rate. Uh, that's what. I, that's the reason I am actually calling you. Okay. Uh, uh, just, just a question. If you have a hundred dollars today, and you lost fifty dollars of it tomorrow, and after tomorrow you gain thirty dollars of it, did you actually gain, or did you actually still losing? I don't know, because I can't do math in my head, so it wouldn't make any difference. <laughs> I, I, I can't. It's, it's, it's way too early in the morning, and I don't have a calculator, and I don't think that good on my feet. But, but I bet you got the answer, don't you, brother? What's the answer? The answer is still we are in the negative when it comes to job growth. That's a fictitious number. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. Okay. Well, that doesn't does it make you feel good to... Does it make you feel good to, to tell people that that's a fictitious number? Do you, is that, I mean, it might be, according to you, it's a fictitious number. But according to the way that the numbers are calculated by the government, that's the numbers that they release. Ma'am, how are the numbers calculated? The numbers are calculated based on the people who are claiming unemployment. However, those people who are no longer claiming unemployment are no longer counted. Therefore, we're actually not gaining jobs. We're still under negative on the job. We're still in trouble. Okay, yes, it's we true. are. It's so true. that's why you need to vote. Mm -hmm. It's true, though. That it's true that there are a lot more unemployed people than they announce. And the reason is because of the way that they, uh, the way they arrive at their numbers. Right. They do a survey. It's basically a, a telephone survey. And they ask people, did you look for work in the last week? And if they say no, then they're not unemployed. Right. So if they took a week off to go boating or something, they're not counted as unemployed, even though they don't have a job. 972-647-1893 is the number, and the station just loves it when you call. I found some some more good news somewhere near. Or what, yeah, the flight attendants are going to be able to get 10 hours of rest between oh, shifts. I saw that. That's really, that's good news for them. That really This is. is the kind of thing you can get if you win an election like yeah. we won in 2020. That's right. The Federal Aviation Administration said that the companies can no longer make them, them flight attendants just go from one plane to the next until they drop. Yeah. So they're going to be able to get 10 consecutive hours of rest between shifts. That's a big and deal. That's the law. That's a big deal. Think yeah. about it. If you, as a, as a worker, think about it. If you had to work 12, 14 hours, and then you got to be back on the job in six hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. It's, it's pretty rough. It is. So that's why it's important that we have these protections that labor unions give us. When I was roughnecking in the oil field, I was 16 years old, and this <laughs> the tool pusher, who's the boss, he came up to me and he said, are you tired, Gene? And I said, no, sir, I can go another one. And he says, okay, here's your, here's your man here. He's going to do a double. Ah! 16 years old. Oh. <laughs> And, you know, and I had already done uh, eight hours and, of course, an hour driving to get there, an hour to get home. Uh, and I had to do another eight hours that night. I was really, really tired. But I did remember that during my first eight hours, one of the old hands told me not to stand over by the draw works 
when they were pulling on the on the on the the bit that was stuck down in the hole. Uh huh. Because they were having trouble with things getting stuck down in the hole, and they were pulling up, you know, like a hundred thousand pounds of pressure. And so I did remember to, that he told me not to stand over there. And so I, I, when they started pulling on it that night, I was just dead tired. But I walked out of that little little area by the draw works where I was supposed to work. I was uh, I was a backup tong boy at that time. And so I walked over where the motorman was, which is just sort of out of the way. And just about that time, a, a thousand pound piece of steel fell right there by the draw works where I had been standing. Wow. Everything fell because they broke it. They oh broke the God. they broke the blocks at the top of the at the top of the derrick, everything fell. The blocks fell. The oh hook fell. God. All the pipe came down. And uh, you would have been killed if you were standing there. I would have been killed. And I jumped out the V door and Shit. fell in the mud down below. <laughs> but I wasn't dead. I know you thanked that old man for telling you not to stand over there. Yeah, but I was mad at the at the tool pusher for tricking me and doing a double. Exactly. <laughs> Jerk. 16-year-olds are not supposed to stay up. No. Really. They're supposed to get their sleep. Yes. 972-647-1893. I don't know about 16-year-olds. I like I kind of like getting sleep myself. I'm, I'm kind of one of those eight-hour kind of people. I know, people. but I think teenagers need it more than we do. Well, That's helps. why it's hard to get them up in the morning. 972-647-1893. According to the Dallas Morning News, Dallas County is short on poll workers. Now, you're getting them, aren't you, Bonnie? Can people volunteer to you? Absolutely. Go to DallasDemocrats.org. Under, under the tab of Take Action, there is an Become an Election Worker. Fill out that form. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you want to do, and I will be calling you this week. And how does how does they do that? Because it takes a little bit of training, doesn't it? We do have training. the The elections department is running uh, training classes. Uh, they have to be a judge. It's a five hour training, uh, and it is hands on. It's you get paid for that. You do get paid for that. Oh, how much? Yeah, twenty dollars an hour on election so day. So you get twenty dollars. That's right. Well, what do you get for the five hours of training? Uh, I think you get. You know, I'm not exactly sure, but you do get paid for it. Okay, so it's. So it's not just volunteer work. You, right. you get a small amount. Of you do. You do. But you're doing a, a big service. You're doing a huge service. Because uh, elections have become very controversial in uh, the United States. And most of the school districts are closed that day. So if we've got some teachers out there that can take uh, take a training class on a weekend prior to uh, prior to the election. We could really use you on election day to either be a clerk uh, or an election judge. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need people that are strong and want to follow the rules because that's what it's all about. We're everybody is going to be following the rules. I don't care what color you are, what uh, political party you belong to. We will be following the rules. And believe it or not, folks, the law's on our side because we don't cheat. (laughs) So there you go. (laughs) Just saying. It's true, G. Mm -hmm. It's true. Okay, here's... uh, We have another take a break. Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Look at that fast. Did you hear that commercial? Uh Uh-huh, not commercial. Sorry, that PSA? Did you hear that? It said you need to register to vote because registration closes on the 11th. That's Tuesday. Five. Actually, the elections department is going to be open from 7 a.m. until 12 a.m. Okay, till midnight. All of our our KNLM listeners are pretty smart. I'm sure they've registered at their current address. But they may not have realized that they've got kids and grandkids that they could get registered to. And uh, that was a good caller that we had earlier who pointed out that people can register if they are going to be 18 years old on election day. Right. But they have to go ahead and register now right even now. though they're, ste- on yes. they're still 17. Yes. You have to register right away because Tuesday's the deadline. 
We've been talking about good news for working people, and I run out. I'm on, I'm down to the bad. No, no, Gene. Medicare Advantage people are going to be ringing your phone off the hook if you happen to be over 65 because they are salespersons, and they are going to tell you that their Medicare Advantage plan is far, far better than just Medicare and Medigap. I'm sorry, I don't talk to those people. And the problem with that is... That Medicare Advantage has to be profitable for, yes. the, for the insurance company that pays for it. So it's not just a matter of you put your money in and you get your money out when you get sick. Mm-mm. It's also you have to pay the uh, insurance companies like that's crazy. Right. So that's the that's the disadvantage of what I call Medicare disadvantage. Well, Healthcare providers, advocates for residents, and others say that Medicare Advantage plans are increasingly ending members' coverage for nursing home and rehabilitation services before patients are healthy enough to go home. Okay, so... That's the problem dealing with insurance companies. That's right. That's right. They always try to figure out some way to cheat you. To not pay. That's it. That's their job. Their job is to make money. They're trying to figure out how to make it where you have to pay where they don't have to pay. So what they do is they promise you this or that and and then they renege. That's right. And uh, and they get away with it all the time. Yes, they do. 972-647-1893. OPEC will cut production, raise oil prices, and deal another blow to the world economy. Well, there's a there's a bill in Congress which kind of is no pick. Kind of putting them on the back burner. So they're going to they're going to Increase oil production in the United States. That's exactly what we've got. These oil companies that are sitting on billions of dollars in leases, they've got the rights, but they don't drill. Now, well, they have like the insurance companies. For them, it's just all dollars. It's all about profit. But there's also a a lot of environmental questions that come up when you talk about oil production. Well, anyway, though, I'm expecting. I'm what I'm anxious about is the world economy because, see, here's what was different in the 1930s. Capitalism always has recessions. Every three to five, six years, something like that, they have another recession, and we're way overdue for one here in the United States. (laughs) But what was really bad about the 1930s is, was that it wasn't just in the United States. It started in the United States in 1929, but it was worldwide. And when you have all the countries, all the major producing countries in recession, then everybody suffers. Yeah. And the poorest countries, of course, suffer the most. most right. But there was plenty of suffering to go around among working people in America. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Uh, good morning, Gene and Bunny. Good morning. Uh, you know, these next elections are going to be really important in terms in terms of what the country does and the direction we go in. Yes, it mm-hmm. is. Usually, usually when uh, uh, the majority of the people vote, uh, the majority of the people get what uh, we want. Yep. You know, in other words, it, it helps. Oh, well, uh, it sure paid uh, off for us since 2020. It has. Mm-hmm. Uh, working people have made a lot of gains in the last two years. Okay. Well, I want to suggest to the to the listening public that uh, they help this process. Uh, we need to form telephone trees. In other words, uh, we do three things. One, call your closest friends and relatives and ask them what their voting plan is. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, you go vote by mail, you go into the polls when you're going, and that kind of thing. Yeah. And then get them to do the same thing. Call uh-huh. them their closest friends and relatives. Yeah. And help them put together a voting plan. Uh-huh. And this way, we'll be able to get enough people to oppose. So yeah, I just want It's going to take some work, out. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, the AF of LCIO is, is calling people uh, day after. They're calling people every day. They're mostly working from home. But okay. over in Tarrant County, they're working from uh, UAW Local 276. They all go over there and make their phone calls. And uh, here okay. in Dallas, they're, they're calling from home. And the Alliance for Retired Americans is calling from home. Mm-hmm. I got Judy, Judy Bryant's phone number. If you're willing to make some phone calls, call up Judy Bryant and she'll hook you up. It's uh, oh. 
214-729-0063. Go ahead, brother. Okay. Well, thank you then. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for making the point that we need to be getting everybody. And when you call them and say, what's your voting plan? If they don't say, if they don't, if they say, huh? Then <laughs> you have to explain to them. Yeah, you got to explain. Uh, you got, you have to be Is there an election? Yes. We have to, you know, when we vote, we win. What about the rally downtown, Bonnie? You, you're enthusiastic about that, aren't you? On October 24th? At 10 October o'clock in the morning? October 24th at 10 o'clock in the morning across from George mm-hmm. Allen uh, Courthouse where there will be early voting taking place. Yeah. Uh, from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday the 24th through Saturday the, t- the 29th. The 30th, which is Sunday, is 12 to 6. The 31st, 1st, and 2nd is 7 to 7. The 3rd and the 4th is 7 to 9. And you can vote any place in the county that you find open. Yes. But the George Allen... the George Allen Courthouse downtown is a pretty good one because that's where the, the buses and, and trains all go. Yes. You can get down there pretty easily. And uh, that's just one place that's a good place to vote. But any place you can find open during uh, the early voting, you can go there and vote. Well, you can do that that's during right. the regular election, too. Yes, I heard. you can vote anywhere in this county. Any place you find open. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's and there's wonderful. a lot of places that you find open. If you don't know, you can get the newspaper on election day. That's November the 8th. That's right. Yeah, the newspaper has a, a whole list of all the places that are open. 972-647-1893. I don't think anybody should vote on November the 8th. Well, I, I'm against voting on November the 8th. Don't say that, Chief. Because. I think everybody should early vote so that we don't depend on November the 8th. Because they should have already voted. Well, yeah, but we don't want to say no. We don't want to say that. We want you to vote, 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 whether it be by mail, uh, early, or on election day, we need you to vote. Yeah, but if you you put it off, what what if your car breaks down that day? Exactly. Or what if it rains? You know, uh, I I remember remember Diane Ragsdale speaking one time after, uh, after she lost an election. She said, she said, our people are afraid of rain. <laughs> well. And of course, that's not true. But, no. But still, rain actually decreases voter turnout. If it, election, if it rains on election day, there will be fewer voters. And, uh, that's right. So don't take a chance. Vote as soon as you can. That's right. And if you still need a vote-by-mail application, call 214 821 8331 anytime Monday through Friday 9 to 5 evidently the voicemail is not working I can't figure it out and and Bonnie answers the phone (laughs) no sometimes I do hopefully there's a volunteer there to answer the phone sometimes somebody else answers the phone but Bonnie will be there yes most likely but you don't have to talk to me you can whoever answers the phone you can tell them that you need a vote by mail application Mm -hmm. and they will take your address and your phone number and we will put one in the mail to you right away Mm mm-hmm Okay. Okay. 972-647-1893. On the other part of the bad news, I was talking about the world economy. The uh, British economy is apparently in terrible trouble. They just, they elected, they got a new president, or, well, I think they call him prime minister. Yes. But anyway, the first thing she announced was big tax cut for the rich. And and the, (laughs) the stock market immediately tanked, and the whole country's gone into recession. And so uh, I'm wondering if she's really going to go through with that big tax cut for the rich because it immediately put the the economy into into dire stress. Mm. And the Italian economy is expected to contract for three consecutive quarters. And that's bad. Uh, Contract means, you know, that it's not growing. It's getting smaller. And that is, uh, that is, is already happening to some of the major producing countries in the world. And virtually all of them, including the United States, has had to uh, go back on their original uh, forecasts for growth. They were, they were supposed to get, you know, America had a really big growth year last year. 
Yes. And I think it was like 6% or something, some real, really big number. And uh, then they went to 2% for this year, and now they're talking about just trying to get through the year. Uh. 972-647-1893. The world is on the brink of a worldwide recession. And worldwide recession is what we what we also call a depression. That's what happened in the 1930s. All of the countries went into recession at the same time. Oh, and that's that, not going to be good. That just boogered the economy for everybody. So call and give us some good news. 972-647. Oh, yeah. 972-647-1893. Call and give us some good news. Tell uh-huh. us something happy. I ran out of good news. See? Now it's the darkest hour in radio again. Here's, here's some good news. Oh! The Texas Gulf Area <laughs> Labor Federation helped register hundreds of new union voters in September okay. in a multiple action in partnership with Teamsters Local 988. And that brought that that brought them some national publicity from the National AFL-CIO. And, you know, LULAC, I've been talking about LULAC, the League of United Latin American Citizens, because they're in, they're in court arguing over their previous election and who's going to continue to be the president. The current president is Domingo Garcia, who's a neighbor of mine. He lives in Oak Cliff. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's sticking to his guns. And not only that, but they are still doing stuff. Yeah. They're offering a $10,000 reward to find the lady who lied to immigrants about being flown to Martha's Vineyard. Because this is a trick to be yeah, used. She's, she's in San Antonio someplace. But the governor of Texas and the governor of, of Florida have decided that it's, it is a good thing to spend taxpayer money to lie to a bunch of immigrants and send them somewhere they don't, where they don't want to go. Tell them that they're going to have good jobs there and that they're going to have hotel rooms and everything. And then uh, and, and, uh, this is, they consider this a, a fun thing to do. It came right out of the Civil Rights Movement. In the, during the Civil Rights Movement, the, the white racists in the South would talk, convince poor black people to get on a bus to go somewhere way up north, you know, and tell oh, they're going to have jobs tell for them you. That they're yeah. going to have jobs. Uh-huh. It's going to be oh, good. Oh yeah, have an apartment for you, somewhere to live. Yeah. Oh, sounds familiar. Just an ugly and racist thing to do, <laughs> and that's what they're doing. And uh, uh, the governor of Texas and the governor of well, Florida are responsible for it. I, I haven't seen anything as stupid as Governor Death Sentence actually having a brochure, a full-color brochure printed to give to these Venezuelans to convince them to get on that plane, to get in that hotel room Uh and get on that plane and uh, get flown to Florida and then flown to Martha's Vineyard. And and I don't, you know, it's one thing to do a nasty racist trick, but it's something else to make me pay for it. Right? (laughs) That's what I really don't like. Your tax money, your tax money at work. You told me to look for good news, Bonnie, and I found some. Yay! So really, this is really very good news. And it, and it just shows how you can win if you win an election and you get some fairly decent people in there, then you can you can have some good things happen. You know, there's a company called ExxonMobil. <laughs> Generally, it's, it's often figured to be the biggest company in the world. Uh, but some some years it's not, and some years it is. But anyway, they may have to pay millions in back pay to all of those workers that they locked out in Beaumont <laughs> last year because they had them locked out for six or eight months. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and they're uh, gonna have to pay them back pay. Yeah, they locked them out. It wasn't a strike. No, the company just said right. just said don't come to work because we have locked the gates. We don't we don't like what you're asking for, so we're locking the doors. They were trying to break the union. Yeah, and, and guess what? They didn't. And they may have to pay. The National Labor Relations <laughs> Board is considering it. To uh, reinstate them, and and uh, another another agency that's also influenced by uh, the the good guys who got elected, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration has already ordered Exxon Mobil to reinstate two whistleblower scientists and pay them hundreds of thousands of dollars 
in back pay and damages. What happened was that that the Exxon uh, executive went went uh, public and lied about what they were going to do. And then he said to the scientists, you guys figure out some yeah, way. Yeah, figure to, out another way. Figure out some thing. way to make it sound like this. Like it's a good thing. Like, no, make it sound like what I said was true. Yeah. And they said, yeah. well, that, that it's not true. Well, it's not true. But that's okay. Make it sound like it is. It's kind of like the Trump effect, right? So, I know I didn't win, but let's just figure out how figure to figure it out. How to figure it Back out. Me figure up it out how this. to make me do it. So they said that to the two scientists. The two scientists got fired. Because they said, well, wait a minute, we're scientists. We're supposed to tell the truth. So now the ExxonMobil is going to have to pay. Oh. Isn't that sad? Oh. 972-647-1893. We're looking for good news. Uh, if you have any, it would be good. Here's, <laughs> here's some more bad news. Oh. A company associated with Elon Musk... Wants to dump 142,500 gallons of treated wastewater every day into the Colorado River near Bastrop. And that's before it flows down to Austin, where they get their drinking water out of it. So, uh, the what do they call it? Texas TCEQ? TCEQ, Texas Commission on Environmental Quality. Yeah, (laughs) which is really a joke. They're really good to the company. Oh yeah, they are. They're like, oh, you want to dump? Oh wait, you want you want to put some nuclear waste out in West Texas? (laughs) Go for it. They're considering allowing Elon Musk's company to dump one hundred forty-two thousand five hundred gallons of treated wastewater a day every day into the Colorado River. Uh, That's I, I would have to put that under the head of bad news. Yeah. This yeah, is supposedly totally. good news. <laughs> Congress voted to put off the government shutdown until mid-November, mid-December. Mid-December, yeah. So That's we're not going to have a shutdown yeah. next week. Nope. But they may have one we'll in have mid-December. One in December. So <laughs> it, it depends on what's going to happen in November. Wow. What's uh, the good or bad news is really going to happen on November the 8th. Well, we have to make sure that it's good news. Mm-hmm. That's our job. We have to make sure that it's good news. Yeah. Yes. Trump is having uh, trouble with his classified documents. Oh, no. The National <laughs> Archives say they still don't have all of his papers. He's lied, cheated, and stole, and and actually broke some laws that would qualify for <laughs> for treason. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know. About documents that he took that he wasn't supposed to have. And uh, now he says he wants the Supreme Court to intervene. Oh, goody. Yeah. There's four of them that he appointed. Well, so. and, you know, Clarence Thomas is unfortunately the person who is over the 11th Circuit who's about to hear that case. So... So what's he going to do? Well, what do you think? I don't know what he's going to do. Is he going to be a jerk? Is he going to is he going to follow the law, or is he going to follow the Trump? Because it ain't the same. <laughs> not the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. That's for sure. It's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying that we have someone sitting on the Supreme Court whose wife tried to overturn a, a election, uh, and he says. Oh, I don't know anything about what yeah. my wife does. She says, she says, oh, we never talk about it. We that. never talk about it. We know for a <laughs> we barely, fact. We barely know each other. Yeah, we, but we, you know, <laughs> we pass in the night. I don't know. I mean, come on, people. We are not stupid. We cannot cover our eyes and pretend this is not happening. We have to take a break, Bonnie. Oh, okay. Be right back. Monday. Hi, Blue Monday. Monday. Got to work. Love that song. I do too. 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling Canada Win. Hello. Yes. Good morning. I'd like to know what y'all comments on Hershey Walker. (laughs) No, come on. What did you? What? What about? What is your comment on Hershey Walker? You're not going to tell us what you... His stance and what he's uh, standing for. Uh-huh. I, I don't know what he's standing for, brother. I really don't. You know, he talks about this woman that he doesn't know her. He had de- he <laughs> allegedly paid for an abortion for how, her. How did he get her pregnant? I if he know. didn't know her. I don't know. And 
how does he have another child by her? Uh-huh. And tried to get her to have an abortion a second time. I'm sorry. Dude, what is wrong with you? And if I hear one person say, what about that moral? Do we all remember the moral majority? Do you remember them? They. Uh, Those were the Republicans that were, you know, above everything. They're after him now for being immoral, but before before they just uh, they were after him for being stupid. Well, and that's certainly uh, he's canceled the debate. By the way, oh yeah, he is not going to debate Raphael Warnock. I can see why he wouldn't. Well, yeah, he's not going to look good, buddy. I don't, I don't want to talk on. Uh, I don't debate because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I've been classified as a moron, and so I'm. So I probably uh, shouldn't be. I'm a, not going to. I'm not going to debate. <laughs> at least Abbott at least debated. He made sure that nobody could hear him. He made sure it was on football night so that nobody would, would be listening. Yes. And, and then he made, and made sure, sure there was no audience. No, no, no. Made sure it was in an area where he was popular. Yeah, but even though but they he had... he did debate. Yeah, and, and had people waiting to go into the theater, and he refused entrance to everyone, wanted an empty theater. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Well, I think it's because he doesn't want people to hear him in the debate. Because he, uh, he lied? Well, Herschel Walker won't even debate at all. No. He's in. He's running for senator in Georgia, Georgia. I believe. Yep. And uh, Ralph Warnock. Raphael Warnock. Raphael Warnock is the guy who won that seat, but it was a temporary seat. It was a partial partial. Right, it was term. to finish a term. Yeah, and so now he's running for a full the term. Full term. Mm-hmm. And uh, I understand that it's very close. The, the Washington oh Post God. ran an article that said apparently voters, or Republican voters, don't care anything about the candidate. They're going to vote for him anyway, no matter what uh, what kind of terrible things are come out about. Well, him. you know the guy, the guy's own son has stood up and said, you know, me and my mom, we've been, we tried to keep out of this. We tried to be quiet, mm. but we can't any longer. He held a gun to his wife's head. They yeah. had to move six times in six months to get away from him. You want that sitting in D.C. representing you? Oh, come on. You've got more sense than that. I know you do. I know that in the last election, I helped with the calling in uh in Atlanta and helped get Raphael Warnock elected uh, because uh, that was one of the critical, seen as one of the critical races. They don't usually think about Texas as being one of the critical races, but uh, we, get, is, we get more critical all the time. Yeah, it's pretty critical right now. Mm-hmm. It's real critical for us in Texas. Folks, we got to get out and vote. This is This is absolutely critical. We cannot put up with another six years of the of that hot wheels we can't do it we will be, he won't expand medicaid we have millions of people in this state who are uninsured or underinsured mm-hmm. we have the highest child poverty rate in the country and we have the most women die during... A maternal, uh, yes. We have maternal, the highest ma- yes. maternal mortality rate in the country. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to be like, thank God for Mississippi. Yeah. Because Mississippi is about... Worse. Yeah. Mississippi is about the only thing. The, and we're worse than Mississippi in some areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all, this has, got, this has got to stop. We have got to stop it here. It must stop here. We must make sure it stops now. I found some good news, too, Bonnie. Oh, you did? He the family it. of Daniel Prude, who died after police held him down until he stopped breathing, oh has been awarded $12 million. Great. <laughs> I guess that's how much his, worth, his life was worth. Yeah, yeah. This was in okay. Rochester, New York. Well, of course it wasn't here because and the city of Rochester has been instructed that they're better off paying it than uh than, than trying to fight it. it. Yeah, that's probably true. We talked about the Supreme Court a while ago. The polls this is from Ed Sills, a person I admire. He's the communications director for the Texas AFLCO. He sends his best, by the way. I saw him a couple weeks ago at the executive board meeting and he said, How is Gene? Please tell him. Tell him I say hi. Well, he's a nice fellow. Yes. 
polls, he says, polls suggest public confidence in the Supreme Court is at lows not seen in decades. (laughs) This majority, which doesn't hesitate to invite cases that suit its ideology, deserves that. So they've got low public confidence, and they deserve it, according yep. to Ed Sills. And I think I think that's that's pretty general. I think that's what a lot of people would say. Yep, I Nine, think so too. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. I'm going to open another can of worms. The oh, C- I think we have a caller on that can of worms. Oh, oh now we got two callers. Oh, oh no, we better let them talk. Good morning. Thanks for calling Can of Win. Hello. Hello, what are you doing answering the phone, Bonnie? Well, I didn't actually, it just kind of came on. <laughs> Is this Renee by any chance? Am I already on the air? Yes, you are. <laughs> That's the funniest thing. Hey, I want to appreciate y'all for telling about the 12 million because, you know, unless you're an avid reader or you're on the, the, the TV all day long, Sometimes you don't hear about these things. That's yeah, true. true. I appreciate that. So uh, my question, if it's a question, is what is anybody talking about now about uh, Craig getting that 150000 after six years? Anybody talking about it? You mean uh, Greg Abbott? Yeah, he gets he gets $150,000 a year uh, from no, the... No, 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 no. I'm talking about Jacqueline Craig... They got arrested by the Fort Worth police six years ago, or mm. at least, and her daughter, because you, you didn't hear the story, you don't know the story? Uh-uh. Go ahead, tell us. A uh, black woman in Fort Worth, Texas, uh, some neighbor choked out her seven-year-old son, so she called the cops, but she ended up getting arrested, and her daughter almost got arrested. For photographing the situation. I do mm. remember that. And, yeah, I remember that. Uh, I think that Lee Merritt has been working on it for six years, and they she finally just got 150k uh, last week or two weeks ago. I mean, six years. So six she, years. She, she, she did win though. Sir. And but in the long run, she won her lawsuit, right? Well, I guess you could call that a win if you count up twenty thousand a year that she waited to get the money. Oh, but I see. The twelve, the twelve million. How long ago was that situation? Uh, over a year. Yeah, it's it's a terrible. It's ridiculous. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. Listen, guys, you can Google her story. I mean, I'm really surprised y'all didn't know about. No, I do. I I do remember it. I, I remember it now. I just was it honestly, in the Fort Worth paper. It's been so many years ago. I, exactly. I'd forgotten. You're only on the first stuff. Right. I didn't realize it'd been six years. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it either until I read it in the paper. Wow. I was like, my God. Hey, she got some money, though, so I guess she's spinning around in her new car now. Well, yeah. Uh, After she paid know. her attorney. It's a lot yeah, better than yeah. losing. <laughs> yeah, well, she's got a nice Volkswagen or whatever she has. <laughs> <laughs> well, she sure deserves something. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, y'all take it easy. I'm still listening. I'm going to turn my radio back. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for bringing it to our attention. Bonnie's the new receptionist now. I guess. Okay. <laughs> Do we have another one waiting? So I'm, that I'm reaching out. That one? I'm reaching out to Renee. I need you to call the office and give me your apartment number. I attempted to mail something to you, and it returned without an apartment. What's the number? 214-821-8331. And that, that's to get some uh, voter by mail Yes, yes. And okay. I sent some, Renee, but it came back because it needed an apartment number. Okay, well, I'm glad that she's listening. I hope so. I wanted to open this can of worms. The CIA is opening a museum. And I've been, I, ever since I heard this, I've been trying to figure out. Isn't what this, the CIA the muse- isn't this museum, museum that nobody can go in? Yeah, they're not going to let anybody in. <laughs> but, you know, certain people they're going to let in. I guess people that agree with them. But what would be in a museum from the CIA? I don't know. And like, I was thinking that they might have a little little award that they got for helping murder a million Indonesians. Okay, there you that go. That could be something that could be in the CIA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good morning. Thanks for KNON. Thanks for calling KNON. 
Hello, you on the air? Okay, bye bye. He had the wrong number. <laughs> That's first. 972-647-1893 is the right number. That was so what surprise. else would you put in the CIA museum? I thought they might have some recordings of the teenagers that they that they helped throw out of helicopters uh, in Argentina during the dirty wars in, in Argentina. Yeah, yeah. Or something like that. Maybe some of the some of the tapes from Nicaragua, you think? So some of the times that they tried to overthrow uh, different countries, Guatemala, for example. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, how about the time that they did overthrow the country of Chile and established a fascist regime there? They might, maybe they've got a hat, you know, for uh, Pinochet <laughs> or something in their museum. Here's the murdering dictator that we helped put into office. That's right. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Um, I was wondering, have you guys talked at all about the, the successful union organizing drive in Houston that, that organized the Starbucks? Yeah, they yeah. got one, they they got got one, one in, in Houston. That's right. They've got one in Austin and at least one in Dallas. Yep. Yeah, and now one in Houston. Oh, yeah. Well, where's the one in Dallas? Mockingbird Station. Mockingbird Station. They, these are just, oh. they voted to unionize. Yep. That's not that's not the same thing as getting your first contract. But at least they have voted a, to unionize. It's a good step. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, yeah so. go to the one at Mockingbird Station and don't forget to order. You say your name is Union Strong. Then they put that on I your cup. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Yeah, I yeah, know. We'll be getting little, are, there, are we going to get little, like, union bots on the Starbucks cup? Oh, <laughs> we might be pushing it with the owner, you know. But I, it yet. could happen. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have yeah. a great day, man. Bye. Bye-bye. We were talking about the CIA. The FBI, the FBI is in a little trouble, too. Senator Grassley, Oops. a Republican, is pressing for more information about 665 FBI employees who have apparently resigned in the last 20 years to avoid charges of misconduct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's how you do it. <laughs> yeah. We had a little run-in with the FBI and one of the organizations I was in once. 972-647-1893, but we have to go pretty quick. I know. Yeah, no point in calling now because we're going to make We're leaving. For the we're best leaving. music in North Texas. That's right. Is he ready? It, I guess we're ready to go. I don't know. I, I try to be ready on okay. time. Y- y'all got about another 10 seconds if you want to okay. recite the alphabet or something real quick. Say goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie. <laughs>